Ladies and gentlemen, I've got a wonderful man on the phone right now who I'm a great fan of. He's an MP. I love some of his views. We've got the right honourable Frank Field on the phone. Hello, Frank. Hello. I've had a letter through the post because I live on the Wirral. The future of our urgent care services in Birkenhead needs sorting. You've got the airways. Tell us what's going on because I'm appalled. Well, this is not the first time that the um, CCG, um, the commissioning body in Wirral, has tried to disrupt and take services from the community and put them in Arrow Park or put them on this occasion, they claim, maybe somewhere else. And I thought it was so important to draw a line, to fight them, to convince them that they have very, very little support for this proposal. Um, I joined in the campaign uh, where the um, minor injuries unit is in Birkenhead, which is at Miriam Health Centre. I declare an interest that I have been a patient of Dr. Montgani at that centre for as long as <laughs> most of my constituents have been alive. Um, and therefore, I, I feel very strongly about it because I use that service. Many others have. Um, he's running a petition. I'm running a petition. And there is a huge weight of evidence against what the bosses at the um, CCG want to do. I also use the Miriam Centre and I cannot see in any shape or form the logic in what they are talking about. First of all, there's chaos around Arrow Park with the roads. It's busy enough there as it is. Uh, people in Birkenhead, for instance, as it's one of the health centres, would pay an awful lot more in taxis to get there and the buses don't run regularly. It doesn't make any sense, Frank. It doesn't. Um, and when I met the um, leadership of the CCG a couple of Fridays ago, I couldn't really make sense of their proposals because when they say um, uh, um, over 19s, we'll be able to ring up and we'll be able to give you a doctor to go to. They didn't know who these doctors would be. They didn't know whether they'd be on bus routes. So every time I probed the plans, they actually couldn't come up with a decent reply. Hence, for the first time ever, there's been these attempts to stop the um, plans by sheer power of the people. And there's been a petition at Miriam Health Centre where over 14,000 people have signed and up to now 1,000 people have made direct contact with me because, as you say, um, at the very beginning, Peter, you live in Birkenhead, so you've got a letter from me telling you yeah. that these are the proposals, and I don't like them, but you may, might you say yes or no to the proposals, so that we have a say rather than distant officials decide what's good for us. So you couldn't make head and tail of what they were saying. What reason to close five um, of these centres down? What reason? They think they can regroup services and give us a better deal. But they can't quite tell us how that better deal is going to work. And previously, when they've done that, they've stripped out services from the community. None of us have had a better deal. Because, as you say, uh, much of the money has gone up to Arrow Park to try and shore up the budget of that um, uh, well, it's a difficult hospital to run, let's put it mildly. That's interesting you say that, so they could save budget money and put it into the hospital. 
I think um, that's what they've always done. They claim, uh, as they have done previously, that's not the scheme. They've said that's not the proposal this time. Um, but reading through the near thousand people who in the last three days have contacted me, um, most of them writing very carefully the reasons why they object uh, to this proposal. They haven't treated it as a ballot paper. They've actually expressed opinions, and all those opinions are coming off so that we'll have a very huge petition on that front. Likewise, with the 14,000 that are being submitted to the Miriam, many of those people have actually put down um, detailed reasons against this proposal. A common theme here, Peter, has been why not build up what we know works rather than kaleidoscope them all <laughs> in a cup and then throw the pieces out in a different order. It's incredible you say that because the Miriam Centre runs like clockwork. It is incredible the way they have that working. And in fact, they should take that as a, as a, as a look at the way to run other places. I agree with you um, very much on that, um, Peter. When I was in there the other day having some photographs taken, a young couple and their baby came in. It wasn't their baby, but it was the mum that actually wanted to seek medical help. And before I'd finished the conversation almost, she was actually being seen. The idea, however good and however the staff try at Arrow Park, there's something uh, deeply wrong with much of the administration. Uh, and we know perfectly well that there, that there will be huge um, queues even if one was able to get to Arrow Park yeah. and people without cars will find it difficult. There's a huge expense of taxes and we have a ghost bus service for much of the week as far as moving from Birkenhead to Arrow Park is concerned. What can people do listening now? What can they do? Well, the consultation ends. What do you want as residents in Birkenhead and, of course, elsewhere in the world, but I'm concerned with Birkenhead, Dep and, um, uh, closes on December 12th. On the 11th, we will be putting in all those replies that we've had so far to submit to the consultation pro uh, process, but we will continue to register people who come in late to vote one way or the other, and we will feed those uh, views in to the consultation late as they will be. But I've only read two um, uh, emails that I've received which are against um, the line that I would love us to take, and that is to build on uh, Miriam Health Centre. Mm. One person said we could use the walk in centre in Liverpool. What? Um, Yes, I know. <laughs> what? They, they've got no idea what <laughs> most people in Birkenhead think about, you know, much as, you know, it's a friendly city to us. The idea that we're all going to be able to tumble onto trains or buses and get over to a walk-in centre at Liverpool. Well, wow. that was one of them. Then there was another um, a serious one yeah. from a medic. Uh, but, you know, I come and declare my interest because I use this centre, um, but also uh, the other person also had a vested interest which he kindly declared that's interesting um while we've got you on because it's fascinating what you said and it was great to see you on national television today do you mind if i ask you a couple of questions about brexit no please do right um are you going to vote against Theresa may's brexit deal 
Well, what I've done is put down an amendment, and I hope to get enough support. So it's one of the perhaps six amendments that the Speaker calls. What I've done is to tag a most crucial clause onto the end of the uh, uh, motion that she wants us to approve, and that says that none of this can go ahead until what will become a treaty has within it um, a wording to say that if we have to use the backstop proposals over the Irish border, it will be us and not us and the EU that decides the time has come for us to exit that arrangement. Without that, without us having that sovereign power to end using this backstop, um, we all, well, I know, I'm, uh, with every bone in my body, the EU will um, suck us dry. We'll lose practically everything that we, we've tried to establish in these uh, negotiations and much more besides. Do you think there should be a people's vote? No, I don't. Um, I'd be surprised if there is a, a vote in Parliament uh, to that effect, but that will um, assuredly be one of the amendments the Speaker calls, so the public will actually see how all of us vote, because it's public vote, recorded vote, and names will be published afterwards. Um, I just think after we so burnt our fingers and caused such vexation to the country by holding a referendum, I don't think the House of Commons is... There's enough in the House of Commons, the mood in the House of Commons, to actually have another referendum to decide that the deal's fine or that we should have a... That we should try to renegotiate, and then if the deal did go the if the vote went the other way, one side will then be calling for a best of three. This whole process will be will be going on. We've actually had the vote. Um, Len McCluskey of Unitas said the vote has been taken. What we obviously could have is a another vote on deciding whether we whether these terms are good enough or whether we should try to negotiate further. Do you think there's going to be a general election? I don't think the Tories or the Ulster Unis are going to vote for a general election. So much as people would like to see one, um, and I shall certainly vote um, a vote against um, Theresa May and a vote of conf- uh, confidence, I don't think we will actually get one yet. But it is so, it'll be so extraordinary come the early part of next week when we start voting. Um, it would be a foolish person that would put their shirt on any, any particular outcome. Wow. So I can't ask you, will you stand again? Oh, I'm standing again without any question, whether it's um, an election um, triggered by this proposal or one because the Parliament's run its course and that we will be um, then going back to the people on a five-year record. Um, but I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i been thrown out the Labour Party. My 60-year my membership has, on quite bogus grounds, been torn up by the National Party. I'd like to stand next time as a Labour candidate, but if I'm not, I shall stand as an independent uh, Labour candidate, and I will fight uh, to win. Do you miss the Labour Party? Yes, I do. Um, I, I, my colleagues in Parliament behave as though I've not left, so that's all right. <laughs> but, but, I, 
Well, I didn't join the Labour Party as an organisation. I joined it 60 years ago because it was for its ideas and direction of travel. But once I was an MP, once I started talking to um, the oldest members of the Labour Party that I joined in Birkenhead, for the reasons that they joined the party, I realised that there was this group of people trying to live out virtuous lives and they thought and believed that the Labour Party was the organisation collectively to live out those virtuous lives and to achieve that sort of Jerusalem which they they had campaigned for most of their days. And that side, it's that side that I miss, that I bitterly resent how the Labour Party's behaved to cock up bits of the Constitution which are incomprehensible to lawyers uh, to expel me. Um, Why I would like to to go back, but I think their intent, the present crew that run the Labour Party, that I shouldn't have that opportunity. So do you regret saying that the local party was full of bullies? Oh, no, not at all. Oh, God, no. Um, And I deeply regret the Labour Party uh, hasn't got the courage or wishes the local party to behave in such a way as they won't take any action against uh, all the complaints that I put in while I was a, a member of the Labour Party and which they said fell when I ceased to be a member of the Labour Party, ceased to be a member because they decided on quite arbitrary and bogus grounds that I wasn't. Right, Honourable Frank Field, MP, you know I'm a fan. Thank you so much for talking to me. Been, been really great, Peter. Huge thanks.